This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, hi, everybody. Okay, so this is... uh, this is the podcast where we're just talking about a real time that we've been, uh, we've confronted someone. Uh, of course, this is Megan Salter. Nick is my brother. Nick Salter, say hello into the mic. Hi. And then we ha- our guest today was <laughs> Julie Klausner, who was so hello. funny. Oh, um, <laughs> delighted to be okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, do you have a, a time in your real life that you've recently confronted someone or someone's confronted you? Or a want to confront. I think a want to or confront. Or you want to confront, too. yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate confrontations. Mm. I I will, I I would I would sooner tolerate great amounts of like distress and unpleasantness than have to, you know, be in a situation that like comes to a head. Mm. So, um, yeah. I so every <laughs> confrontation I've ever had, I remember very vividly. Um, mm-hmm. there was one I had with this friend of mine who was like not a very close friend um and uh and I love canceling plans like it's kind of like my favorite oh, thing yeah. to do I'm just mm-hmm. like I'm re- it's really like I was actually like I don't want to say I was psyched about COVID but like <laughs> it just made it <laughs> a lot less pressure to like uh-huh. you know, have to like you know make and keep plans so um I, so I, I, I know, I of, totally know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, there's yeah, no pressure yeah. now. Yeah. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. So anyway, so I had, I had this, you know, girl that I was like kind of friendly with and, um, and then like, she wanted to go to yoga. She was like in yoga in my neighborhood or something. I was like supposed to meet her and I wrote to her. I was like, listen, I can't, I can't do it. And she wrote back like, you're not a good friend. And like, <gasps> oh um, my God, which is honestly though, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, rejection is God's protection. Like, like, yeah. well, if you don't like me now, then we're not going to get along too well. So I don't want to feel bad about canceling if she acted. Oh like yeah. Me. You're like, if I join you, if I, if I can't join you at yoga today. And she literally said, you're not my friend. You're yeah. not well, a good friend. No, I she think it was that. just like, I don't, I don't like <laughs> that. You like, and I had canceled mm-hmm. with her before. I think this is like the second, but it's only like the second uh, time. It's just whatever. Yeah. It's just tough to get together. Whoa. Especially if you're yeah. like, if you're very socially phobic and you don't like leaving your apartment. So mm. she was very distressed about that. And she took it upon herself to be like, I don't, I don't like that. You did that. And I, um, I, I don't think she was saying like, let's not be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as just like, I was disappointed. And I was the one that's like, let's not be friends. <laughs> oh that's my good. God. That's, uh, that's yeah. more than, I mean, that's, that, that is very, um, I think you said, you said you don't have a confrontational nature and you don't like it, but that, that is, uh, um, a very commendable and strong thing to do to be able well, to go like, Oh, I don't I like how those friends treating me. We're not friends. Well, that's what she did. I didn't do that. She said that, but you're like, well, oh. this is good then. If you're going to yeah, act okay. like that. Yeah. But I wrote back like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Let's get together. Yeah. Next. You know, I wasn't mm. like, what did yeah. she say? No, we're not getting together. I don't know. I don't remember. This is like God, at least like this is like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Or when I when I still was like, mm. yeah, let's meet in the neighborhood for a drink. I hate <laughs> when friends are like make you feel bad. Like when you do see them and they're like, oh, we never see you anymore. Like mm-hmm. they'll make you feel bad, mm. and it's not like they're saying, oh, you're not my friend, but they're like, I don't know. There's that weird. I've had friends like that I'm not close to anymore because they did that. Where it's just like, if I feel guilty every time I do see you, you know what I mean? 
God. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's one of those things where like we as humans need to kind of like hit the skip intro button on Netflix to, you know, if you're binging something, you don't want to watch the opening again and then again and again. It's like mm. we should be able to do that socially. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just start talking about the stuff that matters. Yeah, I think if you're if you it should be easy to be friends and if it's not easy to be friends with somebody then then like, go. what are you doing well, i don't know about that but yeah no no maybe you're right maybe you're right you know like if i just mean like in that like if it's not fun yeah 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 if they make it difficult like if they make you um uh you know if they make it uncomfortable to see them because you because of other times that you weren't able to see like it's but there is diff- shouldn't be definitely so uncomfortable conversations and like friendships that you work through mm-hmm. stuff with Cause also I'll feel yeah. the same, but then like you have to work through stuff too. Cause I've definitely had weird stuff with friends that you have to like still be there. Yeah, about. And I think that's the ultimate sign of a friendship that's worth investing in is that you don't avoid the, you know, it's very easy to avoid. Yeah. But if someone's making you feel bad every time you see them, peace. then yeah. Why would you hang out? Right. Um, yes. Yeah. No, it didn't, it didn't work out. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm not as good God. as I'm. I think I think that what I'm finding is that I'm not as good at friendships, and um, I don't have that many. Nick, friends. Nick, you're my. You <laughs> and maybe it's that's because of my policy that I said a minute ago about. <laughs> no, I <laughs> think you're really close to your family, and we're all friends. And our family, we have a really big family. That's why. That's. I think you have a, every Nick's very lovable. Everybody loves me. I think that's and sort of one of those Ohio things that Julie was talking about in the other one, <laughs> in the other part of it. <laughs> What, to say like your family's your friends. But it's true. I have a lot of new friends, but I don't have a lot of uh, friends in high school that I kept up with or like church. We we grew up in church. I don't have a lot of like church friends still or anything like that. Um, right. But okay, Julie, thank you so much. We're going to uh, thank you. That, that was, um, I, I feel really, I will never tell you that you're not my friend if you don't go to yoga oh. with me. Okay, um, thank and I, you. <laughs> but if you want me to, if you want either of us to come to yoga, we'd love to. I mean, you <laughs> can go to yoga. So. I will not be meeting you there, but um, you can definitely go. It's a free country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before you, know? you, we let you go. Would you? Or, tell or us, is it? Um, or is it? Yeah. I think we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> Before we let you go, we always say there's an, a little angel and a little devil on your shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> on your shoulder. Yep. And is there anything your angel is telling you this week or, or anything your little devil is telling you this week? Um, I think um, I think my little devil <laughs> is saying, um, do you guys know what halva is? You know, that like candy from like the middle oh. east it's like made out of um tahini it's basically like sesame seeds and sugar oh, yes 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 mm. yes uh i think my my little devil is saying hey let's like demolish that bar of halva mm. um, okay that sounds good yeah he sounds like a good it, guy it really is no he's he, the devil he's cool he's got a goatee he's very rockabilly <laughs> um, he's fun <laughs> he likes sesame the, seeds uh the angel is sort of like, you know, you do it. You're doing great. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. Everything's fucking crazy. You could be, you Aww. could be, you know, going off the rails right yeah. now. But you're mm-hmm. holding it together. I think your angel saying, fine. "Eat the candy. Eat it." That too. You know? Yeah. You think they're both saying, "Eat the halva"? Yeah. Apparently, just like one bar, it says like there's two and a half servings, which is 
like straight up hurtful. Well, yeah, I think I, I thought they were little pieces. No, they're not like little wrapped pieces. No, they come in a bar. Oh, it's wow. a bar. It's I think like I was a, thinking it's of something. Block. I think I was thinking of something similar. I was going to say like uh, what I used to do is I would go to um, Kroger's and they have the self like you know self serve area, and I think they have like little things that are sort of oh, like yeah. that, like little sesame sweets. Uh, yeah, candy guys. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I, yeah. you're thinking of like like something that looks more like a brittle, like a brittle. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. A little bit like that. That's sort of what this I was thinking. This is not of. a brittle. This is like a big this basically has the texture of like clay or something. Yeah, Ooh. it's a proper rectangle. Ooh. I'm gonna like get my hands on some of that. It <laughs> and it has the texture of it's. It's. I. I don't want to say it's an acquired taste, but I didn't mm. like it when I was a little kid, and boy, do I like it now. Oh, I love that those. I'm all about stinky little thing, like little <laughs> things. <laughs> Things that you don't like at first and it's then you grow good. to love them. And you love them it's more because you didn't good. like them at it's first. <laughs> and that's how I felt about these little well, sesame sure. sticks I would get at Kroger self-serve area and I would fill up a bag yeah, with them. And back then to the sesame sticks. That I got up. <laughs> I didn't want anybody to be wondering about the sesame sticks. Mm-hmm. I would ring them up for no, no, that's good. That's good storytelling. Yes. You could print out your own label. And so I would print out a label for um, oh, the cheapest yeah. thing, which was like um, sunflower seeds were much, much you, cheaper. You were stealing candy. Okay, so you stole You stole candy. Okay. Is that yeah, your devil saying you you stole this? You stole. Sure, that's my angel devil. That. Angel was saying maybe pay for the sesame sticks. The devil was saying, you know, maybe ring it up with some uh, sunflower <laughs> seeds or something. Well, we love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this, and uh, so thank you for having let me. Let yourself yeah. eat the candy, and we love we love you. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Hey Meg. <laughs> well, uh, so me and Nick are here. Um, Julie had to catch a train. But uh, we mm-hmm. we got her story. Um, <laughs> I heard some water there at the end too. Didn't you hear some water splashing? Was I think she she's going to. Maybe? She must have been going to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I wanted to let her uh, give her confrontation. But um, okay, so I'm sitting here with Nick. Uh, there's a lot of horrible things going on right now, mm-hmm. and I think we have some. Really uh, crazy demons to confront this week. Mm. Um, so I think one of mine this week, uh, I guess this, I'm not trying to sound cheesy or anything, but I do think I had to confront myself about some stuff. I, I feel like um, uh, maybe a week ago or so where everybody, the sort of movement started happening mm. and everybody was posting and uh, we were, I think I think I posted my first post on Twitter was like that beautiful flower picture of George Floyd. And it was mm. I was just like, I, I think I might have put a donation link, but it was pretty short of a post. I think I said, mm. like, my heart's broken right now. Like I said, like, I probably it was pretty short mm-hmm. and I could have said more in my first post. But mm-hmm. somebody commented and was like, this is all you're going to say. And like, it mm-hmm. wasn't going to be my only post, but I, I was like at first offended, like, oh, I'm trying here, you know, like, and I, mm-hmm. my instinct was to get offended, but it's like, no, they're, that person was right to say that. And like, mm-hmm. everyone is trying their best, but it's not enough, you know, like every, yeah. everyone, but so I think I had to confront myself being like, what can I, what am I really doing besides, you know, one, I obviously wasn't going to just post one post, but like mm-hmm. that being the first post I, I, and they were kind of subtweeting things like you're not going to get your first big, you're not going to get like your big break during this time and all this stuff mm-hmm. that like obviously was upsetting, but then you have to think about it and be like, God, this is 
so huge and yeah mm-hmm. what am i what what all can i be doing and so i uh, feel yeah. like i think the inconvenience of like i mean i yeah i guess in um we'll do a little self confronting in that that um i also like at first wasn't really um i didn't say anything for a while i mean i don't have like the i mean i don't have like so like a crazy big platform or anything but um i what i didn't say anything for a while and i was really hard to like um maybe like trying to figure out what to say but i think that i think that that like that's like a a, inner you know like um an inner uncomfortable thing that is like absolutely nothing compared to um what you're responding to you know what i mean like the inner the inner uncomfortability of knowing like where you what it is that you can do oh yeah people like oh i'm nervous of what to say and it's like yeah, yeah but like, everyone, well, people are nervous people to are like losing their lives. Like, yeah, we, like, yeah, you're, you uh, have to a, say something and you have to like be donating and protesting. And yeah, there's a like, large portion together. of the country that's nervous yeah. about just being out in the world every day and right. like rightfully so. So, like, <laughs> like your nervousness about what to say, you know, is uh, um, although it's like is real, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it is, it's, it is difficult to like know where you can best um, like be helpful. Well, that's Um, the thing is like, uh, we all just have to be like, we're so privileged and like mm -hmm. just having conversations with our own family that don't believe the same things we do. And like, but I guess to say that I was, I had to like, think about and confront myself of like, yeah, what are you really doing? Like you need to step up and like, think of different ways you can be helpful without making it about yourself or like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, shouldn't be posting comedy right now. Like, it, yeah. I don't know, but I think I had, that was a little one, but then um, I've definitely had to confront family members this week. I mean, mm-hmm. our, I'm not going <laughs> to say our cousin's yeah, name, but I've definitely had arguments with our cousin on Facebook, which I feel like people should be on Facebook talking to their family members or old church friends i know i know there's all a lot of times twitter is like you're all it's like an echo chamber of every you Mm -hmm. know at least my feed is all people for this movement and like Mm -hmm. people that (laughs) make sense to me and like facebook there's a lot of people i think she posted like defund the police why don't you defund planned parenthood and i spent Mm -hmm. the night like even though i was exhausted like who cares everyone's exhausted so like Mm-hmm. It's important to like talk to her about that, like even if you're tired, you know. It seems like you know what I've heard is like her best way of uh, being helpful is dealing with um, the people that are probably the closest with you to have those like hard conversations with, mm-hmm. you know, and like um, it, I, it's so it's hard to go on Facebook. <laughs> it's like it's so difficult it, to see what's going on on Facebook. It's so different. But it's than, important like, Twitter. to talk to them because we oh, are responsible. Is. Like it, 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 it is, is so. It sometimes it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing to be like, how did I? How are we related? Or like, I know it's embarrassing see, to be like, like, what are these views? But we as white people, it is our responsibility to talk to them because mm-hmm. they're not going to go on Twitter and listen to all of these views. Like they're on mm-hmm. Facebook, like sharing pictures of their new garage and they're gonna mm-hmm. be like oh my god this sucks wearing a mask oh i'm not gonna yeah. do that like and it's like as family members we have to be like these are the reasons why and it's so easy to dismiss them and be like i'm blocking you mm-hmm. but it's so important to talk to them because they're not listening they're not getting the same news cycle that we are like they're yeah, being told and, that and we're stupid and like we're crazy you know and sometimes when you don't see anything like that for a while you start to go like um 
like uh, how could anybody not agree with mm. what i'm like how could anybody not uh, like share the same view it's so obviously wrong what's going right. on and then you go on there and you see it and i'm like oh like i do have a family member who is like um i do have a family member who's like uh white privilege they must have run out of that before i was born because my life was hard right. or something and, and you're, you're like, like that's not what no it is idea. yeah like it's not what it is like i've had i've had like I've had like hard times where I had absolutely no money, like had to like steal food, you know, from like Target, like, like had to actually shop with food because I had like $3 and I knew that I wasn't gonna have any more money for a little while Mm -hmm. and there was no food at the house. So I had to like steal food, but I could, I stole the food and, you know, I stole the food knowing that, that I wasn't going to be chased down and like beaten possibly mm-hmm. murdered i knew i i knew i wasn't even i knew even if i was caught i wasn't gonna be like arrested you know like i that that's that is a privilege to know like right. to not be in fear and then that's not that i'm it's a privilege to even in a circumstance like that know that like none of those terrible things safe. that are gonna happen yeah. to you that happen to people of color in uh everyday situations where they're absolutely doing nothing wrong just like Right. Doing of nothing wrong at all. Street. Yeah, people, like walking down the street, mm. going to a store, getting, I mean, get, getting pulled over by the police or something. Like I, I, I used to drive for Uber and Lyft. So I would like, I've been pulled over like a ridiculous number of times. And every time I was ever pulled over, I was never, um, I was never asked to step out of the car. I've never been told like for them to see my hands. I've never been mm. asked if there was a weapon or drugs in my car. And um, there was a lot of times when I was actually let go before they even saw my license or insurance. Right. So they looked into the car and saw what I looked like and let me go. And that's happened a bunch of times. And like, I don't understand how um, uh, a lot of white people can't see that as being a privilege. No, I literally like was talking to a family member. They were saying basically like, you don't know like the whole story when this happens sometimes it's like Mm. we wouldn't be in the same position they don't police don't treat us like that like you wouldn't Mm. be you wouldn't have gotten the same (laughs) like you wouldn't have like you said you didn't even you would gone away without even showing your id before like it just doesn't happen like no id no insurance it doesn't it's just see me and let me go even now like we have such privilege even like like uh, we're two white people talking about this like we're not Mm. it's that's the thing is like we're not scared and like you have to stand by people that are scared right now. Like that's mm. the whole point. And then if someone gets mad at you for saying something wrong on Twitter, even if you're trying to be helpful, it's so easy like to be like, oh, I'm helping and I've donated and mm. they don't know. And like it's like, yeah, but listen to why they're mad about whatever you said. Yeah. And like whatever you did it was be normal probably to delete wrong something. Some or like it's normal. Even if you said something really helpful, I know mm. people are really hurt right now and everyone is like trying their best but like if someone tells you something you posted was like said in the wrong way mm-hmm. or then just apologize or delete it or or you, you could talk to them i feel like i posted something about like oh god i said something along the lines of like someone got upset with how i phrased it i said like um you can support black lives and god, love god or something like that and i mm-hmm. i was saying like it's important to me that people know that there's christians that also support the movement Mm -hmm. and someone was commenting that like i was asking for more visibility as Mm -hmm. like oh i guess like as a like democratic like 
person who believes in God, mm-hmm. sort of. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to them and like, you can explain how, how you, how, what you meant to say, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and you were allowed to have conversations, but also like in that case, I feel like they were misreading what I said and I was trying to explain myself. And I mm-hmm. feel like other people jumped in and like explained it even better than I could have. Mm-hmm. But like also if someone blatantly is like, Hey, this is, isn't enough. Like you're not doing mm-hmm. enough. Like try not to get mad at them because like, yeah. Yeah. Of course you can't yeah. get, yeah, no, you absolutely can't get mad. People are really <laughs> defensive right now. And then like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, but like it's for a reason there and it's not even their job to like correct you, but like they took the time to say like what you just posted was wrong. So like, mm-hmm. maybe that's confusing, but you you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, like we all have to just listen to each other right now. And like, yeah. it's not our turn to, um, I know it's like, it's hard. I, I, I'm uh, like, uh, <laughs> uh like kind of wondering myself kind of questioning like how much uh how much we should um be like how much we should talk about it from our own perspectives because our own perspectives aren't like really they're not the important ones right now the ones that are um, right you know what i mean so like i think right now um it's all we can really do or what we should be doing is um, listening, having the hard conversations with the people that are close to you and, um, um, and amplifying the voices of people of color. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not making it about ourselves and like, yeah. that's, and it, that's, it's been nice to just like support people and not, I don't know, like take a break from posting about yourselves. Like yeah, as someone who posts about themselves all the time, like it's, it just puts everything in perspective of what's important. And, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's, I guess for me, it's been a lot of confronting like people online on -hmm. Facebook, people we love that really have a different view of the world than we do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and like like you said, like it might be right. Like (laughs) as much as it feels like a, it's like a, it feels like a a corny thing to say or something that you're confronting yourself, but I know, um, I know. like <laughs> now's the time to do it. You know, <laughs> like you it got, does. I mean, it's embarrassing. Like two absolutely. white people being like, we're confronting ourselves right now, but like, yeah, that's what everyone needs to do is like, stop yeah. and think about what you've done in the past, what you look like doing it, like doing. whatever it is that you feel like you look like doing it. It doesn't matter. Like <laughs> if you feel like, right. it does not matter if you feel like for a minute you look corny or something like that's not there's something a lot more important than you like right you know what i mean like that was uh um i've seen that a lot from people who were like you know um i'm seeing a lot of people uh afraid to um upset the aesthetic of their feed you know on social media or something you know like try like yeah or like the black squares thing like it's like people were i've posted one we didn't Mm. realize i wasn't thinking about the hashtag but then when someone told me like you take Mm -hmm. it down like yeah yeah yeah, down and then i think i put a post up about like i I, then i thought (laughs) i thought like you could still post it without the hashtag so then i put something up that said that Mm. but it's like people should just not be afraid to like take stuff down when people are correcting them like i don't know i so i think it's a lot everyone's confronting each other and keeping each other accountable right now which is really good and Mm. um that it really does make a difference. But yeah, yeah was it, what is, what was your thing you wanted to confront this week? Um, I thought it's not important. <laughs> no, it's not come important. On, you it's say, like silly, a, it's like silly stuff. I had and a silly maybe one we should, too. Maybe I should say like, um, say that. Come I don't know on, what tell you me. think. I, you know? I think I have a silly one too, but I can't remember mm. it. Let me think about it for a second. 
we can cut well, the part where I'm um, thinking about it. Yeah, so on the, on the, uh, um, in closing on the, the movement, you know, um, like we said, listen, <laughs> listen, share, amplify mm-hmm. the voices of people of color. Keep protesting and donating to different organizations that support the Black Lives Movement. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and uh, Nick, you can tell us your funny, your silly one. So I don't know if this fits into the category of um, it's such a hard thing to try to pivot to something silly. Like um, it's really hard to try and pivot to something silly. Um, but I don't, I don't know if this fits into the, um, uh, I literally can't remember mine. That was going to do that's other than. Those <laughs> could ahead. it be, a, could it have been about the car? Could it have been the no. salesperson at a car dealership? Because no, that is a collective wait, that, oh, confrontation. Oh, you could say that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is okay. a collective That's confrontation a coming from both of us. And I think more you. You did more confronting than I did or ever have in my entire okay, life. Okay, you go ahead. You start the story, though. But you, you're the you one who did. confronted there. You confronted. It was you start the story, and then I'll I'll come jump in. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, my wife, Destiny, and I don't have a car. And we're looking for a car at the moment for a lot of different reasons. And, um, so we're at a dealership and we find the car that we want and we have the salesman who like seems just like a regular person, not like, um, an awful kind of, um, mm-hmm. demon inside of a human skin seemed sort of normal, which we would come to find out later. He was a demon inside of a human skin. And, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we went back into the back of that car dealership when we found Bill's skeleton had been ripped out he's by a really, demon. Yeah, he's flipped into the skin of Bill. Um, Bill at uh, this car dealership. And he was like, so at first it was like, he's trying to like help us out, like get the financing done and everything. And then he comes back with like financing paperwork and he's like, um, shows me like a monthly payment. Doesn't show me the interest rate, just shows me a monthly payment. And I'm like, um, like that's higher than I would have expected. What's the interest rate? And then I'm like having to like try and pry it out of him. And he's being he like was super really sh- slimy. He was a really slimy guy. At this guy point, he's getting slimy. At this point, he's getting really slimy. He's like, I mean, um, uh, trying to throw in all this like weird stuff and trying to say like the bank wanted me to have it. And like just being super, super slimy. Oh, he was so awful. He was like a cartoon car salesman. Yeah, true. Like, yeah, a, a true... Like he would be the devil in a cartoon. The devil. And I was coming to Nick's rescue to co-sign with him as a Mm -hmm. fun thing, and Mm -hmm. I walked in. I was in sweatpants, no makeup, crazy hair, (laughs) and I wasn't prepared to be doing business that day. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing this little snake with Nick, and I was on the Mm -hmm. phone with my mom, and I was going, "This guy is like trying to rip them off," and I was getting really upset. And the mm-hmm. guy had such a bad attitude because Nick was like, oh, could we drive the car home today? And he was like, uh, no, I didn't tell you yeah. you could, but yeah, tons of stuff. Yeah, drive we find the out, car like- home. I told you that <laughs> we couldn't. We didn't even test the car yet. I was like, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't want to call. Well, I said, well, no, you go ahead. No, what no, you go ahead. This is a confrontation. <laughs> well, now. I was telling him that I'm not going to sign a lease for a car. I'm not going to co-sign for a car that wasn't even checked on. And he was yeah. like, well, someone's going to buy it tomorrow then as is yeah. i'm like no one even okay. tested the car yet so yeah. then i came up if to someone's gonna buy it tomorrow then why me. 
If someone's going to buy it tomorrow, then why are you um, being so aggressive at me to buy a car? (laughs) You know, like, don't be so aggressive at me. If you think someone's going to buy it tomorrow, this isn't a, this isn't a dang, you know, this isn't a dang Lululemon. Like people aren't coming in here. Um, Things aren't flying off the shelves. Okay. Exactly. And then, and so I was telling him, Hey, listen, you know, he got on the phone with my mom's boyfriend and he was yelling at him. (laughs) I came Mm -hmm. up to him and I said, you're yelling at my mom. He goes, I'm, Oh no, I'm talking to her boyfriend. Okay. You're yelling at my mom's boyfriend. You're Mm -hmm. the way you're talking to my brother right now is, is, is like rubbing me the wrong way. You're Mm -hmm. being really aggressive right now. And we're not going to be doing business with you. Like have a good day. And he's, can I do an impression? Can I say, can I, (laughs) can I just tell you how it sounded from my perspective? So I'm sitting there in this little chair. I'm sitting there in this little chair. He's going, what do and I I'm do? Telling him, do I sign for I know. the car? And I'm telling him like, okay, well, like we don't want gap insurance. And he's going, you don't want your car protected? Like yelling at me in a car dealership. <laughs> yeah, really? And he's I'm like, like yelling. He was like, I, I helped them know. all day. Where I go, I go you're, you're not being honest. He goes, where's the dishonesty? I've been helping yeah. them all day. Dishonest. Yeah. She Dishonest. goes, um, but yeah, he, <laughs> as soon as he gets on the phone with um, our mom's boyfriend, and um, it gets very aggressive because he's asking actual, our mom's boyfriend's asking is in finance and he's asking actual questions that I wouldn't know to ask. And mm-hmm. the salesperson's like not wanting to answer them. So he's getting super aggressive. And uh, Megan goes, you can't talk to my mom like that. Like very <laughs> confrontational yelling back at him. I was hey, so proud was of her. She came yelling. in there to rescue. You no, made me Megan, sound like listen. I was a withering woman. No, you were, you were protecting me in that situation. I can't tell you how grateful I am for that. But this is how it sounded to me. And maybe it's become over-dramatized in my brain as I've thought this over again. It was over and pretty over dramatic. Again. People were looking this at me. This is what it sounded like to me. Hey, you can't talk to my mom like that. Are you talking to my mom? And then he's going, and then he was going, it's not your mom, it's your stepdad. It's not your mom, it's your stepdad. And then she goes, you're not family. You can't talk to my family like that. You're not family. I was yelling that. She was yelling, was you're yelling not that. family. I said, you don't talk to family? people like that. You're not family. I can't then, uh, she goes like, you've been so aggressive. And then he goes, aggressive and then at that moment is when megan turns around with a look i've never seen and i'm proud of and i'm proud of till the day i die look she gave him after he said after he said aggressive the way that she turned around and looked him in his eyes was she was thinking what she was gonna do i saw the look in her eyes of her thinking where does this go from here what do i do next He's do telling I it so right. This desk? is exactly what happened. What happens next? <laughs> Mine was do a really short version. I smash every version. car window? I don't know what to do. <laughs> no, I But I know wouldn't. I'm going to do something crazy. You know what I mean? And then you, uh, <laughs> and then I saw you internalize that and say, we're leaving. <laughs> we're going. And we all walk outside. And guess what? We don't have a way to leave. <laughs> we don't have a way to get away from the bad me. We were because our parents dropped us off at the car place and so we didn't have a ride home because they thought we were going to have a ride home because they thought nick was going to buy a car right so, so then we're i'm standing outside running around outside <laughs> calling my parents our parents my mom's boyfriend <laughs> to drive us oh my god and yeah he like he comes he like tries to come out and go like I am a good guy. He said, I, hey, I don't know how things escalated so quickly after I was yeah. shaking mad at him. 
Yeah, and um, I've never been so proud of Megan in my whole Nick. life. That I was worried so you'd be mad at me about the car. Beautifully confrontational. <laughs> it was <laughs> a moment with nothing, no other moment. He isn't family. He couldn't be yelling yeah. at someone like that that's not family. Like, we're, oh, what yeah. the heck? What yeah. the heck is wrong with you? You can't yeah, be yelling at someone like that. He was so ridiculous, oh. and I'm so proud of Megan. She Nick. protected me. You're in making that me situation. smile. And well, okay. you're not, maybe you might not be smiling at my other situation that I have, which was um, my angel and demon situation. Oh, yeah. What was your angel and demon? From years ago. It was years and years ago. So we were at our father's house. Um, we were at our father's house. Uh, we'd go there on the weekend, you know, a couple times a month. And Megan's sleeping. And I don't know if I had been watching too much. Um, Bugs Bunny or something. Oh no! Too many cartoons or something because I said I need to prank Megan. Oh yeah, you remember this is awful. This we weren't even having any sort of prank war. Or anything. No prank war going on. I guess I had been watching a little bit too. I was much thinking of you were about to. Elmer oh, Fudd. I was thinking you were trying to kill me. Yeah, I. It's in retrospect, it does seem like I did something that could have killed you. Like you could have suffocated to death. Okay. Because yeah, tell tell them um, crowd. Me thinking I was a little really Elmer Fudd. I went and I said, uh, let's try the little, the, the whipped cream prank. <laughs> we put whipped cream in someone's hand and, and then, you, not, then you it's not it's not whipped cream you eat. It's, it's shaving cream. I know. Cream. I, you didn't, I, yeah, you, that's you didn't what put I, whipped hold cream on, on me. That's put what I got shaving to. cream on me. Yeah. That's what I got to was the shaving cream because daddy didn't have mm. no whipped cream. <laughs> Papa didn't buy no whipped cream that day. So all I had that I could squeeze out of a can like cream. And so I took a can of shaving cream and I poured a bunch of it into Megan's hand, started tickling her nose. <laughs> well, uh-huh. little Missy over here did not get the memo on how a prank works because she did not start itching her nose when I tickled her nose. She Honey, just left yeah. it sitting in her hand. She didn't get the memo on how pranks work, so she didn't know what her part in the prank you want, was. So you wanted to tickle my nose, and then I touch my nose by having shaving cream in my hand. Yeah, and you get like a little bit on your face or something. Oh, okay. But that didn't work. And boy, <laughs> was I angry that it didn't work. And I oh said, God. it's too late to not it's too late to not go through with the prank. I have to salvage this. How do I get some shaving cream on her face? Well, I could just dump it on there. So oh, I put the little horrible. nozzle up to her. I put it the little so nozzle up to, her, up to her mug, and I squeezed it. And squirted shaving cream all over her face. She almost—it was literally in my nose, and I was suffocating. I was like coughing at that time. I was like, "What are you doing?" Because I thought you were trying to kill me. <laughs> so that was your devil that told you to do that. So the devil, the devil was saying, "Hey, this will be funny." Yeah, I think the angel was there for a lot of it. The angel so was going angel like, "This is going to be." The angel was going like, "She's going to be laughing. She's going to love this prank. It's going to be so and then funny." When did your angel leave? When I was suffocating? When you didn't scratch your nose. The angel said, "Well, the prank didn't work. It's time to abandon it. Go back downstairs. Maybe watch more cartoons or something." And the <laughs> devil said, "No, you've come it this was far." Really late at night because I I always oh, yeah. stay up late and I was sleeping, so it must have been really late at night. It was very late at night, and the devil was saying, "You've come this far. Don't let her get away with not partaking in the prank." So I squirted <laughs> it on you. Oh my God, that's a really good one. I, I will never forget. Demon? I will never forget you doing that to me. And now it was hurting <laughs> me so bad to get shaving cream in your nose and your throat. Oh, I know. It has to be awful. Um, it's such a strong smell. Like, and it's not yeah. like, it's not like a, it's like, um, it's like, uh, you know, it's dad's shaving cream, which is like the it was so like strong. weird, strong, like you buy it at like a car mm-hmm. store, you know, like it's not like, I think a, my, angel this week is mm. my angel is 
Uh, well, okay. My little devil is, is probably me complaining about little stuff like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, which I shouldn't feel bad about, but I do because there's so many big things going on right now. So I think my devil is like, oh, you should complain about like you miss normal life or whatever. And my mm-hmm. angel is saying, keep keep uh, encouraging people and encourage yourself to do- donate money to Black Lives Matter, to all these mm-hmm. wonderful organizations looking like that need money right now. Um, and, um, I think just to keep, to, to not let this, to not let this all of a sudden just wash away, like, Oh, let's go back to normal life. Um, so I guess what I want to say is you guys, I'm really proud of, I'm also really proud of everyone that's been donating. Mm -hmm. You know, I did, uh, I posted like, Oh, if you donate, if you show me that you've donated to one of these organizations on this list, um, then I will text you like I was your wife or a girlfriend like as a joke and so many people have messaged and I'm still like getting back to people and it's been like a week. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's been so many messages. And so I guess I'd say guys that you're doing an amazing job, uh, keep, keep holding each other accountable and mm-hmm. keep holding businesses accountable. I had a big, <laughs> this week I confronted Lush, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, because the CEO of Lush, it was said that he was, you know, sending police like these care packages and, like, to police. Care packages. Like, just so tone deaf. But like, someone so corrected me that it was the UK CEO and has nothing to do with the one here, but mm-hmm. which I message posted about too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just keeping each other accountable and business accountable and watch where you shop and mm-hmm. just keep things going with the movement and don't just like go back to life as normal and usual, you know, because mm-hmm. people are listening now and it's really important. Um, so I think that's my angel that's just encouraging and my devil is yeah. quiet right now because the angel is doing so much. Uh, not not me, but all the angels of the world are doing so much. <laughs> right? No, this I, I angel's know what you mean. doing. Well, your so demon, much. your demon. I mean, you said the thing. You said so. You said what the the demon on your shoulder is doing, which is telling you like um, that's what's going like um, that is not wanting for, but um, is the thing inside of you and everybody else that would uh, eventually tell them to just go back to normal. You know what I mean? All like, the devil uh, will be like, "Go back to normal. Stop talking yeah. about this." And my. I'm being like shut up devil because yeah, that's <laughs> it's all, not I mean, going to happen. It's we, we're going to things with COVID will go back to normal. I have hope, but I I'm just like, we have to keep sticking up for people that are oppressed. Like I'm mm. just, there's just no way I'm going to stop talking about it. Like, so everybody keep talking about it. We love you guys. Thank you for, mm-hmm. please donate today. You know, if you can, to uh, um to just keep sorry just keep donating protesting standing by each other and sticking up for each other and we love you and subscribe to Spotify Apple Pop at what is it Spotify <laughs> subscribe Apple today Spotify <laughs> subscribe today to Spotify <laughs> Spotify uh, keep donating protesting and, and I can never say where it's, you where you subscribe to oh subscribe yeah. to whatever you're listening to where, how, how'd you find how'd you find this how are you finding this how are you listening subscribe to it subscribe we'll to forever dog apple studios and spotify studios <laughs> wherever you okay nick you do it subscribe to oh. apple podcast spotify subscribe wherever you're to apple subscribe to um confronting demons with megan stalter on apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen when i to have this. a demon in my life or maybe just a small gripe Something doesn't seem right Until I confront them
them and they make nice The world is full of snakes and whores Get through the grim that's in the world Confronting demons with Megan Confronting demons with, confronting demons with Megan Stalter Or, or Meg Stalter, sometimes I go by Meg That was a HeadGum Podcast <laughs>